Don't be a flake. Don't run away from your feelings, babe. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't hesitate to say, hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. I love you so. And I want you to know that I'm gonna miss your love the minute you walk out that door. Please don't go. Hey, babe. Up, babe. How, you How you doing? I'm doing good. So Steve Cohen. Yes. The Mets. Okay. I do. I get a gig. Yes. I, I, okay. You told me about this like yes. when you happened like a week ago, and I told you, don't tell me a word. You got to tell me on the podcast for the first time. I I bombed. Bombed. So, like I'm talking In about one of the owner of the Mets. The owner of the Mets hired you to do a private show. The owner of the Mets, and also Tommy Matola, the big music industry exec, Mariah Carey's ex husband. Okay. Is there? Is there. Tommy Matola. That's a song. Tommy Matola. Okay. So, so, so first of all, by the way, I started off by me. I said, Tommy Matola. I thought that it was Motorola. I was like, I used to have your cell phone as a kid. He said, it's Motorola. And I said, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you tried to do a, a, a bespoke joke so, yeah. for Tommy Matola. So I'm fast forwarding a little bit. Let me get... Start off. Set the scene completely. It's at this restaurant in yeah. the city, which was a beautiful restaurant. He's the owner of the Mets. He owns the New York Metropolitan. Met- Metropolitan. Okay. Billionaire. The show Billions was created after his life. Our, from Dan, our good friend Dan Soder. You know, one Shout of out Dan Soder. Shout out Dan Soder. Mafi. I, I haven't seen Billions. I yeah, think his I name is it. Everyone yells at him. Mafi. Mafi. Love but Dan Soder. Follow out, Dan Soder. Shout out Dan Soder. So Billions, Son of Gary, HBO special. Go. Based off... Great special based off Steve Cohen's life. So, okay. So big money. Great guy, Steve Cohen. Let me tell you something. Getting to meet this guy. Great. I love that. This guy's a great guy. It's based off his life. Based off his life. So how I got the gig was his wife is Puerto Rican. I do jokes. She's Puerto. Puerto. Okay. I do jokes about, you know, Puerto Rican women in my life because I have Puerto Rican children, Puerto Rican girlfriend. You're Puerto Rican friends. Uh, Puerto Rican. You're Puerto Rican. Well, but it's really, well, it's Cuban though. Aren't you Cuban? More Puerto. More Puerto. Yeah. I, my grandma is 100% Puerto Rican. Yes. And my grandpa is 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 partial. He's Cuban and uh, Spanish. Yes, dude. And Puerto Rican. I'm I'm Puerto Rican everywhere. Yeah, you're, you're pro-Puerto. I'm Puerto, I'm, pu- I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto. Puerto, El Blanquito. So Puerto sí. Ricans. So what happens was, is the gig, I get the gig from... I get, they reach out to me to do the gig because I, I, my friend Emilio, who owns uh, New York Comedy Club, we know and love Emilio. Shout out New York Comedy Club. If you're ever in the New York City area, go to New York Comedy Club. Two Emilio, locations. Two locations. Emilio gets in touch somehow. They get in touch somehow with Emilio because he books all these corporate gigs and he's great and his brother works for Morgan Stanley and all these things. But they get in touch with him. Steve Cohen's wife. Puerto Rican, his children, has Puerto Rican children. First of all, Steve Cohen has about eight kids. It's like he's Amish. But wow. a couple of those children are Puerto Rican from, from his current wife, beautiful sure. wife. So she uh, allegedly liked my stand-up because I do all the stuff about Puerto Rican. Steve Cohen has no idea who I am. Okay. The birthday party, we were under the impression, was going to be a family birthday party. Okay. So they a family birthday party, so I'm going to go up, do comedy for the family. The wife knows, it. oh, hon, this is my, I, I like this comic, blah, 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 blah. You were bringing out Puerto Rican content. I was literally like, all I'm going to do is my Puerto Rican jokes yeah. because that's what the, you got to make the wife happy. Happy wife, happy life. Right, sure, She'll sure. laugh at him, whatever. Steve will sure. say, all right, this kid's in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get to the game. It's 10 guys upstairs at a private table. They rented out the entire restaurant. The terrace, the balcony of the restaurant is in on Park Avenue, New York City traffic, honking away 6 p.m. I could hear the cars from downstairs, the wind rustling. New York City day. 10 guys. 10 billionaires sitting at a table getting served food, martinis, you know, penguin meat, all the exotic stuff. Sure. They have no idea a comedy show is going to happen. Oh, the well, worst. No one ever tells them a comic's coming. Hey, we just added tickets. Providence, Rhode Island, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We have opened them up. Go to chrisdcomedy.com. Those tickets were sold out forever, but we added seats, capacity. Uh, no more Chrissy half capacity. Now it's Chrissy full capacity. Go to chrisdcomedy.com. Providence, July 22nd to the 24th. And uh, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, August 18th to the 21st. Go to christycomedy.com. That's T.T. Jerry's phone is ringing. He will be there, but he can't leave state lines. But once he's allowed to, he's going to start coming to my shows. No nope. no one ever says the comic's coming on. That's Nothing. They, never, they have no idea it's about to happen. It's a surprise for Steve. <sighs> okay. Okay? I get up there. The sur- First of all. <laughs> Will you wear it? Would you wear a Met jersey? 
No, I wore like a button down, like je- like I tried like to dress down, nice. like a button down Met shirt. Yeah, yeah I should have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wore a Daryl Strawberry jersey. You want a curry favor? Yeah. So I get there. I get there. I go to you know start the show. There's no microphone, no nothing. The oh. guy, one of the friends, who's just like a fun guy. Like everybody was fun. One of the guys, he doesn't know who I am. He goes, "Are you the comic?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "What's your name?" I go, "Chris Stefan." He goes, "I'll never remember that." So I go, great. <laughs> so he's going to introduce me. So Amelia, me and Amelia are like, this is going to go bad. Oh, Amelia's with you. Yes, he's giving me martinis, which I told you I never had a martini. Oh, you're drinking martinis before the show. Before the show, because I never got into martinis. Off. And I said to Amelia, I said, I've never drank a martini before. He said, trust me, you're going to love it. This is the drink of an adult. Yeah. So I start drinking the martinis. I'm like, you're right. I, I Now now I can't it's stop the martinis. straight alcohol. I put on four pounds. I don't even, because I'm not factoring the martinis into I my fitness now. I don't see the four. I don't see them. So I'm doing, and then and then somebody asked me what kind of martini was it. I said I have no idea. It was dry, wet, neat, dirty. I don't know. They yeah, ju- I just, that's all different things, but sure. I, yeah, I just got it, and yeah. it was great. So, so that guy, the guy, um, I think his name was Ted. He goes, yeah, I'll never remember your name. I say, yeah. He goes, yeah, we don't have a microphone. I go, don't tell me. No. I go, I go, okay. I go, well, where's the show? He goes, at the, the front. I figure you just stand in front of the table. There's no stage, no light, no nothing. It's six o'clock. It's outside on a roof deck. So you could hear the New York City traffic. The waiters, waitresses don't even know there's a comedy show. They're serving dinner and oh. serving drinks. I'm standing now. They at the, didn't get you a mic? They come, the, the waiter says, uh, they, they tell the staff, hey, can we get this guy a mic? The owner comes up with the mic. He goes, hey, we have a mic, but no PA system. So I said, so what do you mean? So just... Just for just for your motion? Yeah, I was just like, for physicality. So he was like, he was like, it's a mic, but you know we don't have we don't have time to, <laughs> to you know echo it through the PA system, so we can just give you a, a dead mic. I said, okay, I'll take it. I, you, <laughs> you you took it. You did stand up with a dead mic, a cordless mic. <laughs> just, just for the for the because just for the just because I was like I the muscle have, memory. I gotta have something. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, what are you on Letterman? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do it out of mic. I was like, what am I, Madonna? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just got the earpiece. Yeah, Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation. Yeah, what the hell's going on? Yeah. So now I have a dead mic for these. How billionaires. funny is that? Yeah. So it's I, not amplified whatsoever. Not it's whatsoever. It's a prop. Yeah. No. Okay. Whatsoever. So I was getting, you know, good money. It's a corporate gig, whatever. Good money. You know, Steve's a billionaire, very generous guy, great guy. I get up there. I literally go, hey, guys. I go, I'm the, you know, uh, uh, Ted brings me up. I forgot, I forgot to say, because he said, I'll never remember that. Ted goes, he goes, hey. He goes, Steve, you got a surprise for me. You got a comic. He goes, you guys probably don't know who he is. He goes, I forgot his name, but I heard he's funny. He goes, all right, kid, come on. So oh. I swear to God, I'm walking out with the dead mic. Oh. I say, I say, Ted, what an introduction. I really appreciate <laughs> it. I said, you really know how to make a girl feel welcome. Right. Thinking, oh, let's get a little laugh. That, got, looking. that didn't get a laugh? Steve Cohen turns to me and goes, literally, I'm talking about Sal. I'm on stage for eight seconds. He goes, how long did they tell you to do? I said, 45 minutes. He goes, no chance you're making 45 minutes. He goes, I'll double whatever they're paying you right now to do 10 minutes. <laughs> I, swear, I swear to God. Oh, my God. I'm, like that's a, if he, did, he, did he mean it? Because that's an amazing deal. You take that I, deal. I said to him, I said, I said, what is this, Christmas? Yeah. I said, you're going to give me twice the money to, to do 10 minutes? He said, absolutely. He goes, we want to get back to the dinner. I swear to God, it was happy, but also I'm like, wow, I'm going to bomb. In that moment, I felt a bead of sweat traveling down my spine. Ooh. <laughs> vertebrae by vertebrae until it it puddled onto the top of my ass crack. Yes. Just I mean a full cold bing, sweat. Bing, just bang. Yes. So then I start doing show. First joke, come out of the gate. Come out of the gate. I say because it's a Bobby Bonilla joke. Bobby Bonilla has been being paid by. You have a Bobby Bonilla joke. I don't have a Bobby Bonilla joke. I know he's. I know he's. He's wasting their whole entire budget, right? Yes. They're, um, yes. Yeah. 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 They're yes. Paying. So I. He's wasting. He's still, all, they're still paying. They're that still much. getting paid. He hasn't been on the Mets for twenty five years. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, Steve. The I just want to make sure I get the money. Made. I said, yeah. I don't want a Bobby Bonilla deal. I want it all up front. That had to kill. Nothing. Zero. They're like, no. They're like, just looking at me. Okay. So then I say, Ted. I say. Uh, I say. Um. I say, then I say, who, who do we got here? I said, who do we got here? You know, whatever. And then Steve goes, oh, this is, uh, this is Tommy Matola. And I said, oh, I loved your cell phones as a kid. He goes, that's Motorola. <laughs> no, it's totally. right, right. So then, then, ready? Then I try another joke. I forgot what I say. Bombs. The only laugh I get of the night exploded with laughter. This is about seven minutes into the set. Oh, by the way, I, I'm literally in the middle of a bit. I'm in the middle of a bit, one of the bits, because I was just doing old school ones. Like, you know the joke I have when I'm like, oh, three years, one blowjob, when I'm like, I'm dating this girl. It's what I used to close on. Christopher. Christopher. It's, yeah. like, it's like a bit that I haven't done because I'm like, you know, trying to work on the new stuff, but I'm like, I have no choice. I have to get out of this. You're doing blowjob material at Steve Cohen's birthday? Because it's 10 guys. Because in my opinion, it's for 10 guys, for 10 billionaires in their 50s and 60s, right. they either want to have Jerry Seinfeld 
Fitzgerald come out right. or hookers. Right. One or the other. Right. It's like right. it's not a 36-year-old guy that nobody knows doing comedy. The only person who knew who I was there was Steve Cohen's son, who's also half Puerto Rican. He came up to me after the set. He goes, that was brutal. He goes, but I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he said to me, he said to me, I'll DM you tomorrow. I'll DM you tomorrow. You come sit in the suite with me and my dad in the Mets game. He'll love you if the guys aren't here. I that was that gig was 10 days ago. No DM. No, no, DM, no DM. I've been checking like like a supermodel told me she was going to refresh, 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 refresh. Zero, zero, zero from Steve Cohen's son. But great kid. Shout out Steve Cohen's son. Great. Steve Cohen's son, if you're, if you're watching, and we know you are, yeah. hit him with the DM. Hit him, him with the DM. Get him up in that get suite, please. Shout out sweets. So it became a thing where Steve Cohen started asking me questions. It became a podcast with me and Steve Cohen. Steve was like, where are you from? Told him where I'm from. Try to do He's doing crowd work on Steve you. Steve Cohen was literally doing crowd work. Nobody's laughing. One, one guy, one guy... Oh. One guy said he goes he goes oh he goes um he goes uh oh, he goes oh yeah our friend Bill down there he said, he lost fifty pounds uh from from his recent divorce he goes you think but, but, but what do you think he really lost to fifty pounds from I was like I don't know cancer and he was like yeah how'd you know and I was like oh my god <laughs> I swear to god no. I swear to god and I was like I was like oh I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry I'm like legitimately like you know so sorry oh, I apologize and then and then and then Steve goes I'm just with you, place oh, explodes. No. I'm like, oh my god! No. Then so I, he gets the biggest laugh. No, the biggest laugh of the night is what I got off on, which was crowd work with Matola. I didn't say anything, but Steve said that's enough. I go to Tommy Matola. I said, "Oh, you're Mariah Carey's ex uh, ex husband." I said, "You know what? I used to love Mariah Carey as a kid." He goes, "I guess you also loved cock as a kid." Explodes. Oh, no. Explodes. Steve Cohen almost falls out of his seat. I say, "Thank you. Good night. I appreciate it. You've all been great." They start clapping it up. They get. Gives me twice as much of the money. I sent an email with the Emilio to the to the to the guy who put it all together the next morning. So we're so sorry that was an impossible situation. You have to understand, Chris is excellent at these gigs. Or you know, he's he. These are his words, not mine. He said he is our guy for the corporate no gigs because he can stick and move and right. do the crowd work. But it was impossible. The waiter and wait staff they were bumping into him. Nobody was listening. It wasn't the right move. They write back. No, Mike. They write. They write back. We don't know what you're talking about. Steve loved him. Are you serious? I swear to God, they go, Steve loved him. <laughs> wow. They go, well, you'll be hearing from us again. We'd like to book him on more parties. We loved him. I was like, what? <laughs> what the Didn't hell? Did you tell me someone threw something at you? Oh, yes. So I get, so, yeah. so uh, I literally, Tommy Matola. Tommy Matola and I are because dude, there were so there were so many fucking things that happened in that not during that night that I can't believe I forgot about that. And Emilio And you're, Mar and you're Martini, you're Martini Tipsy. I wish, I wish and pray that we could. It's one of those things where, like, it was one of those gigs where I literally, I bet you there's probably 10 things that I'm forgetting to tell you that Emilio sure. could tell you because I just literally the things that were happening were like unbelievable. Amazing. So I'm doing the show. I'm doing, you know, like whatever. Maybe, because maybe I did 15 minutes sure, roughly, you know sure. what I mean? But I'm literally, I don't know, maybe six, seven minutes in, crab cakes come out. So, so, so the crab cakes come out. The crab cakes come out. One, 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 so one of the guys. So I'm doing. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. So, so crab cakes come out. So I'm doing bits. I'm doing the bits. I'm doing now. I'm going into material when I like used to be a physical therapist. Like I'm just doing. I'm forgetting like my material. I'm trying to do jokes about COVID. Everything's working. Oh, the crab God. cakes come out. They're eating the crab Nightmare. cakes. So one of the guys, a couple of guys down from Matola, cuts off, is cutting a piece of crab cake. Goes like, <laughs> I'm in the middle of the bit. He's because you have to understand another part of this gig. What, what you have to understand is I'm not on stage or anything. I'm standing at the table. My leg is touching the back of somebody's chair. Okay, so I am literally as if I was standing at a oh, table, like right across. Like you're, you could the people across the table could touch me. Yes, you have no, you have no presence. Nothing. You're you're lost in the crowd. Nothing. There's no, no respect. There's nothing amplifying your voice. There's no, you're just you're just Zero. in there. Yeah. I forgot what joke I did. It was probably like an in-the-moment crowd work bit, but something happened where I actually got like a laugh, like a relatively big laugh, as in the middle of the laugh, where in my head, I'm saying, thank God I finally got one. In slow motion, I see half of a crab cake with sauce on top of it land and hit me right in the chest. Oh so God. now I have a crab cake stain someone all over threw, my chest. Someone threw a crab cake at you. Uh, and then he goes, and then he goes, in the middle of the laughter. So I was thinking in my head, oh, maybe like because of the boisterous laughter, thank God. 
go go with the crab cake. The guy says, I'm so sorry. And then the guy two down goes, no, he's not. He meant to do it. Big laugh. Wow. So Steve Cohen then dips a napkin in ice water, gives me the napkin, and just lets you know, just wipes off my chest. It was one of those things where I was just like, what is happening? Okay. Are you in your head being like, are you feeling the bomb feeling? Or are you feeling like, this is so wild, Sal, I don't care? Let like, me this tell is you just something. A- let me tell you something. <laughs> When I got in, you felt like a stomach. When I got back into my car, yeah. I had to take uh, off my text- button down because it was soaked. <laughs> it, yeah, actually, yeah. Let me read. Sweat is a sign of. Yeah, me. Let, let, hold on, hold on. Let, 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 let me let me read the text because because not that far back. Let me just because there's probably things. Search crab cake. That'll get it because that's how I knew. Yeah, hold on. Because when you texted me that, okay. I almost swerved off the road. Okay, okay. Here we go. He, he, he goes. He, I go. I go. I go. Um. Uh. 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 uh Sal, I can't even explain to you how hard I bombed tonight from Mets owner. You're right. Ha, ha, ha. No. Oh, my God. Well, maybe you'll get a bit out of it. I can't wait to hear this. I'm so sorry, dude. I goes, it was insane. I'll tell you, tomorrow was wild, babe. He goes, how much time? I said, 20 minutes, so not terrible. Somebody threw a camp cake, crab cake at me. <laughs> then you send me. <coughs> I go, somebody threw a camp cake at me. I get, I, I get this voice. <laughs> you send that right back. And then I go, ha, ha, ha. I go, I was at a restaurant in the city. I get the name, but whatever. I said, I go on there. We're all eating. Nobody knew there was a comedy show going on. It was so crazy. Tommy Matola, Mariah Carey's ex-puzzler was there. So I go, I love Mariah when I was a kid. He, go, he yells back, I guess you also love cock as a kid. Place explodes in laughter for the first time in 20 minutes. Steve Cohen started yelling at the TV, which had the Mets game on, calling one of the relief pitchers a communist. <laughs> Sal, it was so nuts. Emilio from NYCC was there. It was insane. We were dying laughing in the street. He goes, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh, that's me saying I'm dying, yeah. right? I was yeah. dying. Yeah, you go, I'm dying, I'm dying. And then and then and then uh you go, yeah, you go, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so and that and that was it. And then I asked if you can get me new Reebok sneakers. Yes. Um, oh, by the way, they, they, those are no problem. They're available. Oh, really? It's not even a hard thing. Yeah. Oh, I can't even get yeah. them. I, they were all sold out on on the things. Speaking of sneakers, by the way, somebody made me a pair of sneakers, Mets sneakers, to give like a, a plug through my account, a plug to give the Mets sneakers to Steve Cohen. I go to give him the gift. He goes, I don't want them. You keep them. No. So I have now the Mets sneakers. <laughs> no. I have the Mets sneakers the kid made at home. Oh, God. Maybe should we edit that part out? I feel like that kid doesn't know that he genuinely sent me a... He sent no, me a, you did your part. Well, the kid sent me a message. He was like, thank you so you much. You can't help the fate he was of like, Steve. I, he was like, I can't, I can't believe that the owner of the Mets is wearing a pair of my sneakers. I was like, yeah, he loved them. But he didn't. Oh, he gave them back. You told him that, you, he, that he well, had What am them. I going to do? Tell him that he, he said, he said sure, give them back? Sure, but that's not on you. Tell him what Steve Cohen did. Let Cohen, Steve Cohen de- deal with it. <laughs> the fallout from it. By the way... Steve Cohen's been cashing checks for far too long. I want to say, Steve Cohen, if you're listening or if your son's listening, I love you. I, that was the f- that was honestly you couldn't have truthfully you couldn't have been cooler. You you were probably the coolest billionaire, probably the only. I think billionaire. I met Steve Cohen. He was so cool, Sal. The situation I was in was im it was impossible. I'm I'm talking about impo- impossible. You corrected yourself from the correct way. You said im sorry impossible. Is that what you just said? Impossible. Is it im or in im? Impossible. Impossible. But is it pronounced impossible? Im- I is am. it mission impossible? Impossible. In. No, im. Like in. in meaning not possible. No, but it's impossible. Impossible. Yeah, hit it again. Impossible. I feel like it's right on the line of an N and an M. But the, the letter that you're staring at is That's an M. That's an M. Yeah. You say, impos- you say impossible. Is it an imposter or an imposter? Im. So there's no in. All M's, babe. Always has been, always will be. (laughs) You're not, it's not an imposter and it's not impossible. Im. Im. Yeah. But you said him and then you went im. Impossible. Like you were like, (laughs) sorry, I almost said him. But I had it right the first time. Yeah. So what does that tell you, kids? Trust your gut. Go. The, the, I, I read a study once. 90% of the time, your first thought is the right one. Is that so right? I should have went with impossible. 90%. And I changed to in. But now I'm back to him. Um, I think I met uh, Steve Cohen. I, th- I think I have his business card. He was the nicest guy. Yeah. He was the nicest guy. And listen, maybe this gig is way worse in my head. And Steve or Steve's son or anybody, if you're watching, got to understand Things that happen in a comedian's mind in a gig like that, maybe I make things way worse and it wasn't like that and all these things didn't happen the way you thought they happened. But you got to understand, in my head, and we've all been in the situation, it was, I couldn't believe, 
the gig was so bad, the owner of the restaurant watched the gig. When I got downstairs, he gave me his business card and told me to call him because he'd like to buy me a free dinner for what I just went through. No. Yes, me and my family a free dinner. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, because you know what a good show is supposed to be like, or you no. know what a normal show is, you know what your jokes normally get. Yeah. They have no basis of comparison. Yeah. So they might have had fun with you, yeah. making fun of you, making fun, knocking yeah. around like that, yeah, but yeah. they don't realize that to you, that yeah. was god awful. And, and by the way, I do, because the owners of that place are so nice, I do want to shout them out. It was called Ostreski's Patroon. Ostreski's Patroon. It, you know, you wrote that to me in a text. Yes. And I was positive that something got autocorrected. No, it's called Ostreski's Patroon or Ostreski's Patroon. Yeah, something what's pa a Patroon? I thought you were trying to say saloon. Yeah. I Because that's what I said. I said, did, did you guys mean Ostreski's Platoon? Like, I thought yeah. maybe they fought in, like, World War II. A Patroon, uh, person uh, given land and granted certain manorial, manorial? Manorial privileges under the Manorial. former Dutch governments of New York and New Jersey. So it's a Dutch place. Oh, ma like manor? Like manorial? I don't know. Patroon. But what does that have to do with the rest? Google Ostreski's, Ostreski's Patroon. <laughs> a, just give it a shot. Ostreski's Patroon. Him? He kind of got very close. A wow. Oretsky's Patroon. Oretsky's Patroon, New York City, Midtown East. The food there was fantastic. If you guys are in the New York City area, go down to Oretsky's Patroon. Uh, get the Jumbo uh, Lump uh, Crab Louie. It looks like they do a good... It looks like they're popular. They're well-rated, but... Yeah, no, no, no. I gotta no, be honest. Are, you know, you... I, it, it's, there's so it's, many restaurants. It's an odd choice. You know, it's a... I guess, you know what? It's a very distinct name, but it's not yeah. appetizing or appealing yeah. in that way to me. No. Like, oh, you want a good, great food? You have to go to a Retsky's Patroon. Patroon. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to tell yeah, it's a mouthful. Like, yeah, like, they're, like, they're, like there's, there's a place... There was a place in... in I think Long Island that I used to go to after graduate school, we would, and the food was great and the drinks were great, but it was called the Barefoot Peddler. And I was like, it's not appetizing for me to think about bare feet. Enough is enough. That's a lot of syllables. I don't like that. You have to say that every time peddler. you want to visit someone. What would it take for you to make to say, I am not going to do any work anymore at all whatsoever? Financially? Yeah. Um, like $15 million. And then you would never work again for the rest of your life? No. Be can't. But can I like invest that money and use that money to make money? Of course. Then then fifteen million. Yeah, but that's not a given. I, I no, but I mean you buy a couple of bitcoin. That's surprisingly low to me in in rel in relation to like I'll never work again. Well, what I do was what I think I would do is I pay live off, off my the house. interest. Yeah, I, I pay the house off, so I'm just so paying the taxes. Very practical. You're going to stay in where you are. I would live practically. I would you know I'd go I'd go first class on a trip a year. You know, that's very conservative. I thought you were going to say like a hundred million or something like that. Maybe I should up it. Because no, we're talking about billionaires and I was like, you know, a billion dollars. I couldn't even wrap my head around spending. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll say 75 million. Okay. Yeah, and, then, and then you wouldn't even crazy. do stand up. You wouldn't do the podcast. You wouldn't do. You'd be like, it's I would permanent retirement right now. Yeah, because you, you're right. If you gave me, I would might spend fifteen million dollars in one year. You you could yeah. I mean, I, 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 I actually probably would go absolutely insane. Right, and I would spend it all on I mean wild things. Yeah, like I buy a helicopter. I don't even have a license. Yeah, I don't think you could buy a helicopter with fifteen million. You need more. Well, you probably could, but you'd be going through that fifteen million pretty fast. Pretty fast. You have to start doing stand up again after that. I say seventy five. <laughs> seventy five million. What would it be for you? hundred? Number of billionaires in the world. Don't look. How many billionaires are there in the world? This is, I mean, this is a shot in the dark. If I've billionaires. Yeah. 3,000. That's absolutely unbelievable. Oh That's unbelievable. What's the answer? Did you almost guess the population of Antarctica? 2,755. <laughs> you, you are under 250. That, that's amazing that you guessed 3,000. Because I, I figured it's rare because if there's only 21 million Bitcoin ever going to be made... You know, oh, is partial? Is that is that is, is that number inclusive of the the new wave of crypto millionaires, billionaires? Um, if there is any, let's see when it was. Like maybe there isn't. That's so many. The net worth of the two thousand seven hundred and fifty five tr billionaires is thirteen trillion dollars. Four hundred and ninety three people have been added to the list as of recent. It is a little <laughs> crazy. <gasps> a trillion is such a huge number, followed by twelve zeros that. Is one thousand times a billion? As of today, there are no trillionaires. Oh, there are the no Earth. trillionaires. Okay, such extreme wealth we don't see in our lifetime. There probably will be a trillionaire at some point, right? Who's yeah? It's got. I, I mean, it's it's the way people are becoming billionaires now uh, are by by fake currency. Fake currency. It's going to happen. Only six trillions trillionaires have ever lived. 
Who's won? Genghis Khan. Oh, so Khan. this just isn't a surviving trillionaire? Oh, in, in- $100 trillion, Genghis Khan's net worth because of the Mongol Empire. A hundred trillion. That's why he was that's why he was a complete savage. He had a hundred At trillion. that point, you gotta there's nothing that could excite you except maiming and pillaging and Jeff slaughtering. Jeff Bezos would be an absolute peasant compared to Genghis Khan. He would say, What are you, yeah. peasant bullshit? You're a peasantry. What are you? He was like, get this filth away from me. Yeah. To Jeff Bezos. Four hundred billion dollars. I a hundred trillion dollars. That means he could put all the billionaires' money combined. He'd still have way more money than ten them. times more than ten all the billionaires. Ten times more. Ten times more than the three thousand billionaires combined. Genghis Khan, and he slept on rocks. Yeah, and he slept on rocks. It's a shame. It's a shame he didn't have. It's a shame he didn't have like a really like organic food back then. Great yeah. mattresses. Yeah, he, he had didn't nothing. have any beautiful leather, like a nice leather upper. He had nothing. Augustus <laughs> Caesar, four point six trillion. Who, who? Wait, who's number two? Zhao Zhao Zhu. Zhao Zhu. 30 trillion. Wow, so even the trillionaires, if you put all the trillionaires together, Genghis Khan has the most money by any person in history. A hundred trillion plus. The mo- I never knew that. When I when I think of Genghis Khan, I don't think the richest person adjusted for inflation that ever lived on this planet. <laughs> and do you want to know what do you want to know? And you know what else? What? He killed as many people. He killed as many people. Because that's the thing. Because that's the thing. Did if, he? if the media, if the media that we as a society really want to stop the Asian hate, you'd bring back Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. You'd, <laughs> you'd bring back Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan. Nobody's pushing around Asians if Genghis is out there on his horse with his crossbow. That that hundred <laughs> that hundred trillion right now though, he would that would go away. All his sponsors would be pulled. Pulled. He he would be canceled. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying Genghis Khan would He'd be, be canceled. He would stop the Asian hate. Genghis canceled. Because who? Because he's him. Asian. Who's going to mess with anybody Asian? He would if stop. Is, the, I know. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, but you know, what? or no, maybe I don't no, know. This motherfucker, he, we got to bring him back. Let's bring him back. Who did he kill? Everybody, though. Everybody. Right? Yeah. And, and they say, and they say, you have like, if you're alive today, you have like a one percent chance or, or something of being somehow related to him because he just pillaged. I mean, he had sex. He had sex with so many honeys. Wow. Yeah. He's like, the, he was like the Will Chamberlain of BC. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we got Jacob uh, Fugger. Jake, who's who who's the this? fuck is this? Jacob Flagger. Oh, for adjusted for translation for for for, for inflation. Oh, also, oh, Rock Jake Jacob Fugger is uh, adjusted for inflation is more is richer than Rockefeller. How come we've never heard of Jacob Fugger? Yeah, but F- Rockefeller, Rockefeller is the Rockefeller is the go to like meme. Like who? What am I, Rockefeller? Who's people ja- don't go. What am I, Jacob Fugger of Lily? His name was Jacob Fugger the Rich. Well, I'm I'm gonna be I'm going now with Jacob Fugger. Yeah, I'm gonna be like I'm fucking rich. You just <laughs> <laughs> you just drop that on someone and walk away. They'll all just Google it and be like, oh, yeah. he's well learned. Yeah, be like, yo, how much money does yeah. your husband have? He got Fugger money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a major Sco- German merchant, mining entrepreneur, and banker. He was a descendant of the Fugger merchant family located in the free imperial city of Augsburg, where he was born and later also elevated through marriage to Grand Burger of Augsburg. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this guy is... He's a, yeah. <laughs> Who's got to be on that list? Vanderbilt has to be on that list, no? Sure. I thought he was... Carnegie? I, I always thought the richest person in the world ever to exist was... Wow. With Vanderbilt. And by the way, look at this. Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and Jeff Bezos, the guys who are alive right now with the, the richest people in the world, are not even close to a trillion. They're 0.04, 0.34, and 0.16, respectively. I will say, but back then, there was much less current... There was much less... Like, if you own... It was, it was, there were dynasties back then, right? So if you owned everything, you owned it. Got it. Like, I think right now, there's much more, like, in circulation... Than there was back then. You either were a complete peasant or you were the person that ruled. Yeah, right? it was, so it was like all no middle class nothing. kind of thing. Yeah, but Rockefeller, richest American ever, is widely considered to be Rockefeller, worth about four hundred billion. You know, so can you look up uh, Vanderbilt, who I also don't think was a good guy, or apparently he? I would think most of these people aren't good guys. Vanderbilt, not that, Vanderbilt yeah. is buried here on Staten Island. Really? Yeah, the guy. I think. Why the? Well, because Staten Island used to be like this was like primo. Staten Island's coming back. It's coming back, babe. Big coming time. back, big time, babe. I ripped open a couple of bags of bare bottom clothing the other day. I got tw- I got no less than thirty pieces of bare. Shout out to bare bottom clothing. They also yeah. wrote me a handwritten note in there, and I really appreciate the fans of the pod. Let me tell you something. I got joggers, pants, shorts, seven inch, longer ones, uh, uh, um, uh, bathing suits, hoodies, yes, t shirts. I was thrilled. The pants I'm wearing right now, right the this BBs. second. 
bare bottom pants. Swear to God, love them. They sent me a care package too. They sent me a bunch of larges, but I'm actually an XL because I I don't use my fitness pal anymore. And um, my girlfriend's transgender uncle, TT Jerry, took some of the larges that I was supposed to send back and cut them up and made crop tops and boom boom shorts with he's them. Nothing if he's not creative. But he look he looks good in them. He's gonna <laughs> post pictures and tag bare bottom. And I want you guys, I'm telling you the clothes is comfy, comfy, comfy. I love bare bottom. If you're looking for summer lightweight clothes, if you're looking to like, you know, go back to, to you know, go take a dip in the pool. Um um the seven inch shorts, because they got five inches which five I and love. seven which I like. You go show a little thigh, you show a little knee. Little knee. I go knee because I have long testicles so the five inch is a little lewd okay but seven inch just make it that's nice that's but nice what i want you to do is but you could wear them up you dress them up you dress them down dress them up from the couch down. to the gym and back and forth and all our listeners can get free shipping on their first order of the super comfortable threads at barebottomclothing.com with the code hey babe just go to barebottomclothing.com that's b-e-a-r like the animal bottom clothing Dot com. Use code HeyBabe. Get free shipping on your first order. That's all you got to do. Buy the clothes. You need clothes. We all love clothes. Bare bottom clothing is the... Is the I want to bear back you and bare bottom clothing. Babe, let's talk about Babbel. You want, you want to talk about Babbel? I do. Really cool uh, language learning app that I use on my phone on the fly that they give these 15-minute lessons that are not just vocabulary. No. They are more conversational. Yeah. They're real world. You can apply them in the real world. Yes. And I've been brushing up on my Espanol, yeah. but they have like 14 other languages, and it, it, it makes it fun. And if, if you're like me, if you have time on a commute, or you go to work every day on a boat, a train, or a bus, Babbel is really cool. I think I, I, I recommend that. I want you guys to try it. Babbel, Babbel, it's it's speech recognition technology and helps you improve your pronunciation and accent, which is extremely important. I have been using Babbel for the past few months. I actually just recently, I haven't told you this, and it's big, big news that's coming out. Actually, what's it? Tomorrow it's coming out all over the news. I took a flight just recently, a couple of days ago. That's why I was MIA. I took a flight. I went to the Gaza Strip. Yeah. I stood right in the middle of the yeah. Israel-Palestine conflicts, con uh, conflict. I spoke this to the time. I sp yeah. yeah, I spoke to the <laughs> left. I spoke to the left in Hebrew to the Israelites. I spoke to the right in Palestinian to the Palestinians. I learned both those languages on Babel. The conflict is resolved. You'll see that news tomorrow. <laughs> wow, that's something else. Well, if that is If not you want to solve world conflicts yeah. too and religious wars, then you go to... Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babel subscription, you'll get an additional three months free. That's six months for the price of three. Go to Babbel.com. Use our promo code, hey babe. Uh, that's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Code hey babe for an extra three months free. Shalom Allah. America's first great tycoon, Cornelius Vanderbilt, passed away in 1877, leaving worth a fortune of 100 million, equivalent to 2.5 billion. Oh, that's nothing. I mean, when you think about all this money that they have, like, a, like there was no reason for stimulus checks. The billion, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. could have given a little no, bit of coin. No, that's true. They could have given a little bit of coin. Right? No reason. That, the government didn't have to. This wasn't on the government. Granted, I get if you had all that money, you know, why would you... Spend it, but also it's like, you know, in a way, I know, like not getting deep or anything, but in a way, I mean, there shouldn't be people that have half a trillion dollars and also people that are poor. I mean, it's just ridiculous, but it, I don't know how to fix that. I don't know either, but it, it, we're going to figure this. We're going to figure it out on Hey Big by, by the I'll end of this what, By the end of this episode, we'll solve it. We'll solve it. <laughs> world hunger. Yeah. World peace. Gate, Gates is very altruistic, though, right? He is altruistic. They say he's altruistic. Did you see, by the way, speaking of money, Ronaldo pushed away the Coca-Cola can. Did you see that thing? No. So Ronaldo, the, the the soccer player, one of the most famous soccer players in the world, most famous athletes in the world, Cristiano Ronaldo, a hottie yeah. with the body from Portugal. Yeah. He he was sitting down, go do about to do his press conference after oh, the game. He gets those eyebrows done twice a week. Easily. There were two bottles of Coca-Cola that are sponsors that, you know, whatever, and he takes them and puts them out of the camera frame and says, Drink water. Because he's like, I don't want to promote something that's unhealthy like that. He's not a Coca-Cola sponsor, but he's like, drink agua, which is water in Spanish. He says, drink, I don't know if it's water in Portuguese, but it is water in Spanish. Drink water, and he's pushed it away, and Coca-Cola lost $4 billion worth of revenue. The stock went down, but it went from like $260 billion to $256. Crimea River. It's Crimea River. <laughs> Crimea Syrupy River. So it's very interesting, though, how, because you got, there is a How do they thing. quantify that? 
It was the stock price that dropped. That's what they said. And they're attributing that solely to him pushing the Coca-Colas out of the way. They say that that's the only thing it has that's to That's like be. Musk now. Uh, they're, they're like, I think like the, the, the anonymous people are going after him because he's toying with the cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Well, yeah. that got tricky because then anonymous made a statement that that wasn't us. But then oh. how do you verify it's anonymous? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Wow. Yeah, so so yeah, but that's interesting. That I don't think good Coca- for Ronaldo. Good. Nothing good. against Coca Cola and all the fine people and no. families that it employs, but <laughs> it's true we have an epidemic in this country. I kind of think I'm part though, of it. I kind of samesies. I epi- eat. I yeah. I don't drink soda, but no, but sugar me, is, is is a poison. I told you. You got to call the hotline on on yeah. on uh, for for, for uh, your daughter on on. Oh, the poison Coca Cola. Coca Cola is poison. Sugar. Well, she's well. I really do think you know, like on cigarettes, they have like Surgeon General warning this will cause yeah. cancer. They should have that. Start putting that on sodas and bad foods. They like, should because it's like, hey, Heads eat up. it, drink it, go do. It. But you, you should know that this is not good. for Know you. what you put in your body. Yeah, sugar in moderation is not harmful. However, many overdo it. Uh, Americans eat mo- far too much moderation sugar. Is harmful. Seventy-five percent of Americans eat excess amounts of sugar. Seventy-five percent. I would say I'm 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 strongly in that seventy-five percent. Would you say you are? Un- unquestionably. I'm no doubt about it. I'm in that 75%. Inquestionably. Inquestionably. Yes. Im- now, is it imbecile or imbecile? Im. So there's no in. No, there's in. Uh, I think you're also maybe like in, 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 in. There's in. Is it indigenous or indigenous? <laughs> Incel. Incel. Oh, oh, it's not imcel? It's not in. Okay. In. In okay. In is a prefix that's used quite often. Sure, I think that you just indigenous. Off, M also is Indiana. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. India. Okay. In, in incomprehensible. Now, see, incomprehensible. Is it incomprehensible or im? In, in. Mm. That's where you're getting it from. No, you're okay. By the way, you were sick last. I time. was this whole time. You had on, rhinoceros, whatever. Right, r- r- uh, the rhino rhino virus. virus. The whole time on the show, I'm like it's allergies, allergies. Meanwhile, I'm I'm spreading the rhino all over. All over. I had the rhino. Yeah. I got a COVID test, and they said you're negative for COVID, but what you are positive for rhinovirus. I said I didn't ask you to, to test me for rhinovirus. Yeah. I'll go to. I'll go to my own doctor for the rhinovirus testing. I asked you to test me for COVID. And that's, that's correct. Negative, and, and you ended there. What, are you just going and testing my samples for the rhinovirus? Just sneaking it in. Yeah, I never felt, uh, I never felt like an animal. What is a rhinovirus? It's a cold because the rhino, this is the rhino cavity. Rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty. So this is, I think it's, it's just, a, it's just a, a garden variety type virus in the rhino cavity. So they call okay. it the rhinovirus. All right. So, so in, in closing, I want to just say Steve Cohen, I'm not a Mets fan, I'm a Yankees fan, but Steve Cohen was a very, very great guy. I appreciate um, um, the generosity he gave me, but that party was tough. I, I, you know, it was literally, it was rough. It was a rough gig, but we've all had them. The life of a stand-up comic at times isn't glamorous, but I will say, I will say I am proud of myself for even getting through that because I felt like that took like an experienced comic to try to even somehow make something out of that. Without a doubt. It was 10 guys. I'm not saying I killed. I'm not, I'm not I'm no way, shape, or form. But You're saying you bombed. I'm saying I bombed. I'm right. saying exactly just the opposite. I'm saying to 10 guys eating steaks and drinking wines and having a good time do not necessarily want to be stopped by a cordless microphone that isn't on right. to do jokes about whatever material I'm talking How about. How did Steve Cohen's wife like it? No wives were there. That's the problem. Is we thought that it was going to be a family party, and it was actually a Just surprise. Ten guys, it was guys' dinner. night out for Steve's birthday. Also, that's another thing. Performing to ten people is never, never. You're never going to get what you need out of that. Never. It's like a conversation. Yeah. You had no mic. You were just standing at the top of the table talking to them while they ate steaks. I literally, at one point, because one guy was kind of laughing cool. I was, he was like a you know, white guy from, you know, I, I was calling him a human lacrosse stick, and he was liking that because that's what he looked like. <laughs> and, and, and I was leaning on his shoulder like a mic stand. I said, can I just use you as a mic stand? And he was like, absolutely. So I was leaning on his shoulder doing jokes like, like he was like, you know, like when you lean on a stool or on a mic stand. It was just, that's what I was doing. <laughs> so he, because I literally was, imagine you sitting down, you know, at, at a table. And I just come up at the, like when a waiter or waitress is at the front of the table taking orders, that's what I was doing, doing jokes while they're trying to eat. And then they, you know, and the one, and the guy closest to me, I was above him. So he could, he, all he could do is listen. My body was project. He couldn't even turn around and look at me. I was over him. What's the least amount of people you ever got on stage and did a set for? The least amount of people one time. I mean, not at a mic when it's just other comics, but like actual. 
So I had, I used to do this place, um, it's closed now. I started comedy uh, at this place called The Laugh Lounge in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. You ever do The Laugh Lounge? I did not, but okay. yeah, a bunch of you guys. You've did. heard of The Laugh Lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So The Laugh Lounge, it closed. It was a great place. Now it's a taco place, but The Laugh Lounge, 151 Essex Street. I'll never forget the address because I was literally going there, yeah, you know, to, to, um, to uh, you know, perform stand-up. And it was the first club that ever put me in the room. And they used to quite often, because they weren't ever sure if they were going to have a show on Monday or Tuesday. It depends if, like, people showed up. So they, I was there doing the open mic at 5.30 and the show was starting at 7.30 and all of a sudden they had people. So she said to me, the owner, whose name is, was, is Delilah, like my daughter's name, she said to me, she said, hey, can you go on stage, start the show? The first comic, I believe it was Jonathan Randall, lives a few blocks away. I just called him, he's on his way. So I said, sure. <laughs> so I go on, there's five people, all of them from Sweden. There's oh. five people on stage, all of them from Sweden. Literally, I'm on stage for about 10 minutes. Four of the people pay the check and leave. <laughs> there's one, I swear to God, there's one person. You're already there. in the set. I'm already in the set. I have no, I, they, they left because they were just like, it's not for us. Yeah. I performed for this guy, this one guy from Sweden, for probably about another 20 to 30 minutes before Jonathan Randall get there. Obviously not laughing. He's politely laughing, whatever. Right. And I don't even think to ask this. Jonathan Randall gets on stage, takes the mic, goes, give it up for Chris. The one guy claps. Jonathan, the first question, he goes, do you speak English? And the guy goes, no. Yeah, he goes, English? Amazing. And he goes, no. I didn't even think to ask that. I was doing jokes. I mean, highbrow jokes about specifically the G train in, in Manhattan on the subway system. I mean, this guy doesn't no speak a lick of English. But then as when Randall got on, a family came down, like, or a you know, group of people came down who did speak English from America and sat into the show. But that was that was the longest one. One person didn't speak English. One person for about tw four people. Initially started with five, went down to one. Did I ever tell you the uh, time I was in Florida with the guys who were playing the hard rock in, like, a... Uh, whatever Fort Lauderdale whatever Florida yeah. wherever that is and uh, during the show in the back of the room the cops come come in and arrest someone during the show wow it was way in the back but we heard a commotion right we figured there was a fight figured there was a fight no people were fucking wow during the show <laughs> during the show in their seats having in sex. the hard rock theater b b venue Came in, arrested him, walked him out. After the show, we go back. We go, what happened back there? A fight or whatever? They're, You're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. Two people were having sex in their seat. Someone called the cops on them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You believe that? Florida. That's, Florida. That's what happens. Um, speaking of having sex in the back of the Hard Rock Cafe in Florida, Steven Seagal yes. has <laughs> defected from the United States, given up citizenship, and now is a member of the pro-Kremlin Russian party and has fully denounced U.S. citizenship and now fully lives as a Russian citizen. That can't be true. Look at it. Hollywood actor Steven Seagal, longtime admirer of Russian President Vladimir Putin, has joined a pro-Kremlin party. I thought he was like a... No, dude, he's in wasn't Russian he like, politics. Wasn't the exact opposite of that? Wasn't he like a sheriff down south? Yeah. Well, we thought he was. He's a Russian citizen since 2016. Imagine he's been working for the Russian government as a spy this entire time. The whole plan was to make him a superstar movie wow. star. Because everyone has always said, like, his movies aren't, you know, I mean, his movies are fun to watch, but, you know, no one is like, oh, he's the greatest actor of all time. Well, he had a little, like, a three or four movie run that was, like, popular, but then the rest were all, like, Yikes. he kept doing them, but I don't right. think, I don't think they, they fell they out of favor. But wasn't, doesn't he, isn't he known, and I guess I'm never going to cross his path, right, because he's a Russian citizen now. He's a Russian citizen. Who lives over there, so maybe I won't get Seagal. Because I don't Seagal, think Seagal, I will tell you this, as old as, he's a, he's a, he's a unique looking fellow. Very unique. Odd looking duck, no? Odd looking he's duck. He's got that like widow's peak. Yeah. He's only 69, I thought he was older. You know, here's the thing. As he gets older, he doesn't get less scary. He's like Tyson in that way. Right. I always fear Seagal, but I'm wondering at 69, if Seagal squared up again, not that I, I can't fight and I'm not a tough person, but there's got to be a, to there's got to be a tipping point. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. There's got to be a tipping point, though. You do get mad, though. I've seen you get mad. Have you? Well, not mad, but you told me a story once about how you got. We've all woken up with a little bit of hair on our pillow. All of us have woken up with a little bit of hair on our pillow and said, "Oh my God, pump the brakes. What's going on? How do I keep what I have? How, do you pump for hair loss?" Say again now? Remember the, remember the bumper sticker thing you were saying? Do you pump for... <laughs> oh, break. Do you break. break for hair loss? Sorry. Yeah, but break for hair loss means you like hair loss. We don't. <laughs> we That's don't why like you want to get keeps. Yeah. Keeps, here's some stats that are sobering. Two out of three men will experience a form of hair loss before 35. Wow. 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness, and there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent it. Keeps offers both. Keeps. It's a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. 
It's low cost. Listen to this. Treatments are only 10 bucks a month and they keeps offers generic ver- and uh, it's, uh, treatments are only $10 a month and they offer you all the generic versions. They have more five-star reviews than any of their competitors. Any single one of their competitors. Vention <laughs> is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So act fast, you balding pieces of shit. That's right. If you're ready to take action now, you sons of bitches to prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash hey babe. Don't be a piece of shit. You receive your first month treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash hey babe to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash hey babe. Canva Pro is a new sponsor. What is Canva Pro, though? But uh, what is it? Is Pimp, anybody- I think Pimp, this is in your wheelhouse because it's an online graphic design tool. So is, is that it, what Pimp? it is? Yeah, I use this all the time. You pretty much pay them their fee. And you get access to stock photos and templates for your business card or your flyer or even stock video you can use in an, in an edit like I have for Hey Babe. Oh, wow. Cool. So, okay, so Canva Pro is used on the show. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So Canva Pro, yeah, has everything you need in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, autos, and graphics. That's cool right. because when you're whenever you're looking for anything, yeah. images, B-roll, this, that, the other, you're always like, are these royalty-free? Are they not? Do I have the but rights Canva to these? Canva Pro's there. That's cool. Uh, well, That's I cool. got to tell you, I mean, I can't tell you how many messages I get. I'm sure you get um, the same, Sal, about how much they love the edits and the graphics on Hey Babe, and that's all Pimp using Canva Pro. Yeah. That's all so Pimp. If, we yeah. get that all the time. Uh, people love the editing and love what Pimp does. We're seeing a lot of people so starting to do that now. So they, and do they have a deal for us? Do they have a deal? Camp, yep. Camper Pro for our deal. listeners? But yeah. it's also, it's actually, I'll point out because I'm reading it here and I'd love to try it too because it's not just for people at Pimp's level. It's it, it's no matter what level you're at, it says, right? Yep. Right. So anybody who wants it, it's kind of easy to use. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, so you yeah. don't have to have autism to know how to do this. You don't have to. Okay. What? <laughs> no, you'll be all right. It's just, it just takes the one subscription. <laughs> Designed like a pro camera pro. Right now, you get uh, a free 45-day extended trial. When you use our promo code, just go to Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A dot me slash hey babe canva dot me slash hey babe to get a free 45 day extended trial c-a-n-v-a dot m-e slash hey babe canva dot me 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 slash hey babe you just cut it out canva dot me slash hey babe what I'm what I'm saying is push comes to shove you'll 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 fight you will fight if push comes to shove you're yes. a very nice pleasant guy but you're not a pussy is what I'll say sure I'll try to protect myself if worse comes 100%. to shove um yeah I think you were talking about that time that someone like accosted me and I got yeah. mad is that what it was yeah, on yeah, the streets you told me about it yeah it was crazy. yeah but I'm not a fight but I think there's got to be a tipping point even with Segal where like I could take him like you ever think about this sometimes I think about if I go back in time. Like, there's a time where I was better at basketball than LeBron James. It's a fact. There has to be. Until he, until he came into his own at, like, eight, I could have slaughtered LeBron yeah, James. you're a couple years older so than So, LeBron him. James is born, what, like, 83 84. or something? Me and LeBron 84. James are the same age. So, in, very different in 1989, lives. I would LeBron James up in a Destroyed. game of one-on-one or, or vice versa or anything like that. And I'm not, oh. even, I'm not even that great at basketball. I'm not even good at it. Sorry, sorry. No problem. James Madden calling me. Oh, I thought it was uh, no. birth control. No, right. oh, birth control, but let's say birth control. But you know what I'm saying? I could just <laughs> I could just tee off on LeBron and and vice versa now. Right. There's going to be a point where I could really take Seagal out if I need to. Yes. And it's probably, it's not yet, but when he's in his mid-80s. But he's still scary, though. Still scary. And his face got very big. His, his face like covers, a, it covers a lot of surface area. Yeah. Uh, you know what else? You know what gets me? It's every movie he had that maneuver where he just would break the arm the other way. Yes. Or break the knee the, the reverse way. It looks so painful. It looks painful. He does it with gusto and he does it swiftly and effectively. And I know that's a movie, but I feel like he's got that in him no yes. matter what. So even if I throw something at him, he might be able to just snap my oh, arm. No, the no, other no, way. no, no, no. Listen, w- w- the, the actors, uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Ryan Reynolds, the action stars who do all those sequences. Yes, there are times where stunt doubles come in and do it, but they have learned how to fight from being in the movies. Like, yes, right. there's a showmanship of being in movies, yeah. but they know how to fight now. Ryan Reynolds would beat the shit out of you just from the yeah, just well, from he Deadpool. Would, he would beat the shit out of me without Deadpool. But when they go through this training, then it's for sure. But a lot of them are small. Like, Tom Hardy's a small guy. I, I heard that. if he that. gets you on the floor, you're done. But I he's know. a small guy. Now, listen, when he's... Yeah, but he's got to train for all his boxing That's what I'm saying. Bane and, and the boxing yeah. moves. I mean, yeah. he'd still hurt you. But I'm just saying, like, they're, they're small guys. Like, like yeah. you know... Like Al Pacino. Yeah, he's a small guy. He's a small guy. 
He's small. Tom guy. Cruise, I heard too. Small, very. I tiny mean, small guy. meaning probably my height. I'm five ten. I'm not like Steven Seagal broke Sean Connery's wrist while filming Never Say Never Again. Broke his oh, wrist. Wow. <laughs> First question: What is Never Say Never Again about? Bo- I would who? say ninety five percent of Steven Seagal movies, most people have never seen. Yeah. What is a Steven no, Seagal movie? That's a famous Bond movie, no? So was Seagal in this before he was Seagal? Was he like... This was 1983. Was Seagal famous in 1983? Hell no. No. When did Seagal get famous? Like late 80s, right? I like don't know. Above the Law, I think it was. Above the Law? So Above the Law was Seagal's first... So that means Steven Seagal, if he's 69 years old now, he only got famous in his late 30s. How is he cranking out two movies a year now from Russia? And it's I don't the know. same movie over and over and over. Yeah. Not 25. Uh, above the Law. Above the Law 1988 was his number one. That was the first movie. Alpha Justice. See? Yeah, that, he put it together a real string where he was like the go-to action guy. Right. Right, right, right. 88. So Seagal was about 30. He was my age. Seagal. So if I'm going to make it in the movies that Steven Seagal, I need to start right now. You need to if start I'm the now. next Steven Seagal, I need to start immediately because I'm going to be 37 in two months. He has a movie out last year, though. At 68, he's still doing... 69, he's still doing... Now he sings songs. He collaborated with Stevie Wonder for his debut album. No, he did not. That's bullshit. If he starts a podcast, I'm done. Is Stevie Wonder... (laughs) (laughs) If Stevie Wonder collaborated with Steven Seagal, I would be shocked. That can't be true. It can't be true. It's It's him playing He collaborated with Stevie Wonder for his debut album. Come on. I want to hear the song. Steven Seagal used to have a house on Staten Island. He did. He absolutely did. How crazy is that? Is he still married to Kelly LeBrock? Let's see, Steven Seagal. Kelly LeBrock was a siren. Siren. My religion this is, is Steven Seagal and Stevie Wonder? Yeah. <laughs> put, put it forward a little bit. I want to hear Stevie what, Wonder's what, what vocals. What would you categorize this music as? Adult contemporary? Elevator. 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 <laughs> yeah, but room. no disrespect to Stevie, but no what is, who is this for? Our moms. The confluence of Seagal's fans and Stevie Wonder's fans? That's some crowd. That's a crowd. <laughs> I almost want to make it a point to see it live. Yeah. I, would you go to Moscow I would, to see Steven I would, Seagal? I would book passage tonight. Have you been to Russia? No. I mean, we got to go to Antarctica, Russia. Yeah. I would go. You've been to Australia? Yes. Great. I was there for like a month. Why? And I was supposed to go back and film again. You were there in Australia for a month? Yes. Doing uh, Jokers? No. We were supposed to go there and film Jokers. I went on vacation. You went on vacation to Australia for I would a never, month? I, would never, I thought I would never see it, right? Because I won't take that flight. And I said, if I ever go and I take that flight, it was three weeks. I was right. like, I'm going to go substantially and see a lot of parts of it because I may never go back. Right. And so I, 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 when we were off, we were on hiatus, I cleared it and I went. You went, you went all, around the whole country? I went for two, uh, three, three full weeks. Yeah. Wow. It was, I, I loved it. Unbelievable. Yeah. You went from Melbourne to Sydney and all around. I did Melbourne. New Zealand? You hit New Zealand? I didn't, but I will next time. Right. I will if I go back. Even maybe Tasmania. Nice. Tanzania? Tasmania. How many years ago did you hit Australia? Uh, it was like two, three years ago. So two, three years ago. Okay. Yeah. It so, was actually, I, it was actually, it was maybe two years ago. It was during the fires, which wow, was you were there for that. I did not encounter them, uh, save for when I went to Sydney. We were getting the winds. And in Sydney, there was literally, you could smell the wildfire throughout the city. They were giving masks out at the hotel. Wow, so you, you, you got used to the mask way before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, huh. exactly wow. right. Yeah, who wow. would have known? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Amazing. Okay, oh, we got to get to Australia. Um, Steven Seagal got sued for driving a tank and killing a dog. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, what can you do? Teamed up with the sheriff. I mean, he broke Sean Connery's wrist. He's killing dogs with a tank. Is Steven Seagal a good guy? Email Podcast at gmail. Is, is Hey Bay Podcast? Is that what it is? Yep. Hey Bay Podcast. Drove hey a tank. Pod at gmail.com. Drove a tank into a house belonging to a man suspected of being part of a cockfighting ring. He's, he's, so he's, you know what? He actually. What a sentence. Okay. So actually, I take that back. Good guy. He's he, trying to break up the cockfight ring. And unfortunately, the spoils of war. Sometimes what happens is you kill a you dog. You kill a dog. He's, he's, lived a, he's lived a fruitful life. Yeah. Can you tell me if he's still married to Kelly LeBrock? Yeah. All of this from a home on Staten Island. You, 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 you've seen, you know, Kelly LeBrock, you've seen Weird Science. You know, no. she was like the L'Oreal. She was a supermodel back in the, I guess, 80s, 90s. They, they divorced in 96. Oh, it's been a while. Then. So okay. he's married. He's, he's, current, he's got four wives. He had Adrian LaRussa from 1984 to 1984. So that was a quickie. Miyako Fujitani, 1974 to 87. Then in 87 to 96, Kelly LeBrock. And then most recently, Erin Dentuya Sigal, who he's still married to in 2009. 
Let me tell you something. I never really get the, those marriages like 1984 to 1984. It was a quickie. I know, but like, you, that's really bad judgment, right? Because, I mean, you can't make it work longer than, like, you're committing, you're saying till death do you part and then piecing out in under 12 months. Yeah. I, one, of, one of my friends, I went to a friend's wedding. At the wedding, at the wedding, we were all I saying there is no chance they're going to last. Sal, I shit you not. They went on their honeymoon. For whatever, two weeks. When they, when, you know, whatever. You know, you know, go to the wedding. The wedding was in Mexico. Honeymoon, two weeks. Get a group text from the guy. Hey, guys, we decided to call it off in the honeymoon, so we're going to get a divorce. But I appreciate you being there. I know it was short. <laughs> it was a mistake. So they literally, I know I know a couple that were married for two weeks called it off. Did you No get- cheating, no nothing. Just realized that the honeymoon, it wasn't right. They were dating for six, seven years. Are you kidding me? Honeymoon done. Do now they're think, fully divorced. Do you think they knew beforehand that they were on the outs and they had the wedding just for the just for the gifts for the party? I think so. <laughs> do you think so? You had another wedding that you went to with the, the the didn't the, the 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 you told me this on maybe on this podcast the bride didn't show. Well, that was yeah when I was working, but I, that wasn't a friend of mine. Oh, okay, I was working. Right. I was a bartender on a cruise. Okay. Ship. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes, and yes. the bartender. Yeah. The, the guy. The guy. They didn't show up. That's wild. While there are countless divorce studies with conflicting statistics, the data points to two periods during a marriage when divorce are most common. Years one to two and five to eight. Interesting. Three and four, you're relatively safe. Of those two high-risk periods, there are two years in particular that stand out as the most common years in divorce, years seven and eight. Wow. Years seven and eight is when the most... Most marriages fail. What do you think happens in that stride of seven, eight years? I think years? it's seven and eight. You're probably like really settling into the person. It really starts to dawn on you. Like, wow, this is going to be my whole life. And you start to maybe nitpick at things you like uh, that you don't like about them around year seven or eight. Substantial enough to have a body of a relationship behind you and saying, hey, we've tried this for a while. It ain't getting better. Right. right, It ain't getting better with you, babe. And then you go. And and also maybe at year seven, eight, maybe the kids that you've had are, are a little bit more grown. And they, then you're like, we wanted to get out of this earlier, but not with yeah, the but kids. Yeah, but we can't leave. You can't leave a newborn. Okay. You know what I mean? So hit it. Nearly eighty percent of divorced people get remarried. Six <laughs> percent of people even remarry the same spouse. As you age, prospects of remarrying do not decrease. In fact, the remarriage rate for those over fifty-five has increased in recent years. Wow, increased. Damn. Damn. I'm not. I, I, I've never been married, um, but you know, I don't know. Not against it. I'm not against it, but because, like, I had my daughter first without marrying her, and, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, we're connected, so why do I, why do we got to go put it on paper? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. If we didn't have the kid first, I'd say we're connected now because of the ring, and then we got the kid, and blah, blah, Well, nothing bonds you more than a shared child. That's what I'm saying. So it almost seems like that was the ultimate, and this is the penultimate. Yeah, so, and obviously, you know, my girlfriend gets pissed, you know, but it's just like, hey, like, that's just what, that's how, I'm like, I just, that's the way I think about it, but I'm not saying never, I'm not saying never with a marriage, I'm just saying right now. Well, now you're going to share two two children. Yeah. You're in each other's lives. What? You yeah. live together. We got a I house. mean, you know, what, what is that called when you, uh, common law, like, what is it it's like? Common law, which doesn't exist in New York. Common law, they got rid of it. When? Who? Common law's out. Who did that? Google common law in New York, done, out. It's out. Who knows? Common Giuliani? law means you live together long enough where yeah. they're just like, ah, you're married. You're married. Yeah. Common law. Common law marriage does not allow common law marriages regardless of how long a couple's been living together. However, in states that permit common law marriage, if the marriage is recognized as a valid common law marriage in that state, then New York State will honor that marriage in New York. So does that mean you have all the uh, fixings and trimmings and accoutrements of a regular marriage, but without any of the hassle, stress, paperwork, or party? Yes. So how long is the? I would strive for that. Because then you're achieving the same result, but you're not spending all this money making people take off from work, come to your wedding. You're not signing all the paperwork. The gov's not get, or the government is automatically involved. I, well, can you renounce common law? Is common law just assumed, or is it like if you say you are, you are? But what if you, me, me and my spouse live together for 20 years in a common law yeah. state, and they say you're common law? And I'm like, no, we ain't. And like, no, no you're common law. No, 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 you're not. No, you're not. If so you, you have to not. you have to opt in around. Yeah, because because you have to go to court to file a domestic partnership. Oh, so you still have to do paperwork to take advantage of the common law marriage. I would imagine. Uh, so you just don't have to. Well, how's that any different than going and just signing the paperwork to be married? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand it. 
I haven't understood if, anything. If I want to, <laughs> if I want to marry someone, we go down, we get a marriage license, a witness comes, city hall, they stamp it. You're married. You're married. So if because I the wedding go, is just for you, that doesn't mean anything in the eyes of the law. You. you got you got the marriage certificate happens. Nobody's at the marriage no. certificate place. So if you have to do all that to get regular married, but then common law marriage, you go down and sign paperwork too. What's the difference? There is no difference. Please, someone. Marriage is a legal union between two people that requires a license and a ceremony in most states. The ceremony, though, is BS. It happens at the city hall. If you, it doesn't. You don't need a reception. But in a handful of states, if you and your partner have been living together and behaving as if you were married, so what, just like fighting every day? <laughs> yeah. You may have what's known as a common law marriage. It's not automatic. There are rules you must follow. But my question to you is: is okay? So, yeah. So we're to get. So let's say. I'm with a woman 20 years, not in the state of New York. So we're, we're, we're common law marriage doesn't exist, but technically we're like kind of common law. If I, you know, and the kids are older, so no more child support, obviously you always pay for the kids. I don't have to give alimony and she doesn't have to give me alimony if she makes more money because we're common law married. It's common. Are you telling me that or is that wishful thinking? No, I'm thinking? asking you. I don't understand it. I mean, I do what was right. Let me right. ask you a question. You, if you get common law married, right? Mm-hmm. And then people go, this is your wife. Do you always, do you, do you give the caveat every time? It's common law. Yeah. I would say, <laughs> I would well, I would say we're I would not say, thrilled with each other. I would say, I would say hey, I would say hey, you know, nice to meet you guys. This is Jasmine, my common wife. <laughs> <laughs> what is common law marriage? Uh, a concept that has been around since the 1800s. Wow. Oh, so that that's relevant. The idea allows yeah. couples to be legally married without the formality of a ceremony, witness, and marriage license. So, so I so don't understand. So I could go to I could I could say I'm common law married to anybody. Yeah. There's no rules. I'm like, I'm common law married to you. Say, no, you're not. I'm like, well, I am. So if we were roommates, because now uh, uh, gay marriage is legal. So if we were roommates in a common law state for like 10 years, we could just be like, common law has. Common law has. That's it. You I could, could do it? Your, yeah. Can, what what is this? the tax implications? What about common law marriage? Can I get your insurance benefits if I don't have insurance? This is all someone. Oh, if you're a listener that is common law married, please, please tell us all the rules in the in the comments. Heybaypod so at gmail.com for your common law questions and answers. Heybaypod at gmail.com. Common law married. Because here's what I'll say about marriage is I think in a way now, because I get getting married, you know, years ago, you didn't meet anybody outside your village. It was good for legal reasons and tax reasons. But now... You know, now you get married, it's like, all right, you know, you really love the person, great. Tax purposes. Tax purposes. Genius. I'll get married. I'm going to get married. You're going to do it? Yeah. To my my girlfriend now, we're definitely getting married. Do it. Yeah, we are. 100%. I would do it. I think you two should get married at a live show. (laughs) (laughs) We could. On the Patreon. (laughs) Why not? We we could. I almost I almost married uh, Louis Gomez and Dave Smith one time, but Dave wouldn't agree to it. <laughs> Why wouldn't he agree to it? Uh, he just thought it was be hassle, Got be it. hassle. But but Louis had such a funny. He's like anywhere we go, he goes, we'll annul it immediately. But then for life, anywhere we go, we could be like, oh, my ex husband just got here. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Pretty it funny. was really funny, right? Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, I I the thing is with marriage, I know, I don't know. I don't know. Now, you know, she's going to hear this, and I'm, uh, what's one more fight? (laughs) (laughs) You're really acting like common law married people. (laughs) That's what it is. What's the difference? At this point, you know, we've been common lords for so long. We've been common law married for so long. It's whatever. Yeah. The old bag. I want to. uh, (laughs) Don't people say that about their wife, the old bag? I think they say my old lady. Old lady. Or the old Old, ball and chain. The old ball. Which I guess is not too, that's not too great. Ball and chain, no. Old lady, I I thought was like an endearing thing. My old lady, maybe you've been with her a long time. Right. My old fella, my old lady. But uh, my old bag, you called it? I guess that was I don't probably know if that, no that good. Seemed, that seems pejorative. Yeah, I didn't mean to say it like Durag. that. My old lady. I think my old lady originated from Scottish, as in me old lady, which was a way of saying my love to the special lady of your life, yeah. or a way of showing acknowledgement and respect to an older lady in your life. But I mean, still, calling even in Scottish times, calling your wife or girlfriend who's very young and beautiful my old ladies can't feel great yeah i don't think women like to be called hey this is my old lady 
Right? I mean, I wouldn't like that. Yeah. I, I never really take that one as an insult, though. I always take it as, like, a cutesy thing. Old bag. <laughs> bag. That one I got to get rid of. Old bag. Was you you got to stop referring okay. to it as my old bag. Maybe that's why we... Sounds we like uh, your nutsack. Yeah, yeah. My old bag. Okay, broad. Oh, yeah, broad Broad is not Broad is a, is not good. Not good. Derogatory. Uh, I mean, I, of a I don't think ticket. people know when they say it, but I think broad is definitely derogatory. It's a, it's a, well, it signifies a female provider for a pimp. So oh, really? I thought it was great. something else. A female companion of woman of loose morals? Got it. Broad is derived from the far-fetched metaphor of a meal ticket. Okay. Signifying a female provider for a pimp from the fanciful correspondence of a meal ticket to a railroad or other ticket. But still, where does the word broad come from? Yeah, that's all it's, oh, it's not as bad as I thought then. Well, it's terrible for a, 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 a you know, pimp. It's a bit... It's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you heard about pimp. If you if we ever do a live show, you gotta come out to that that yeah. speaking of broad, you know who's very broadly known? Who? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Very yeah. broadly known. And you know what just happened to him? He won the Super Bowl. Yes. God bless that man. Forty three years of age. Oldest person in the NFL. Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his home stadium in Tampa Bay, never been done before and won't probably ever be done again. Beat Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Shout out. Good, uh, great game, kid. Mahomes has a big, big career ahead of him. He really does have a big, big yeah, career. Shout out to the Chiefs. Yeah, good organization, dude. Patrick Mahomes, unbelievable guy. Um, oh my God, dude. And you know what? Actually, is um Andrew Santino, you know, friend of the show, Andrew yeah, Santino. Doesn't he know Mahomes? Or he knows Mahomes. He knows Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes came to his comedy show. Uh, I believe in Dallas, came to his comedy show. Santino told me, dude, the stuff about Mahomes, this has been hey, babe. <laughs> uh, 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 don't be a fake. Don't be a flake. Don't run away.